Hello, I'm Lisa Hilton, and I'm here to brighten your day. Each episode, I'll share three things that have brightened my day. It might be something I just learned. It might be a new kitchen gadget I discovered. Or it might be a new bottle of wine I uncorked. Then I'll invite a guest to share three things that have brightened their day. Our brains on positive are happier, less stressed, and more productive. Together, we're going to start a ripple of positivity that will spread. Let's go make some waves. Hi, friends. Lisa here. For those of you who know me, you know that positivity is my beat. It's how I make my living. It's how I'm wired. It's one of my top five strengths. So when I was thinking about what I wanted my blog to be about, I knew it had to do something around positivity, happiness, and well-being. So not too long ago, I took a survey and I asked people what was the first word they thought of when they thought of me. Now, I'm very pleased to say that all the words were appropriate for this podcast. The one word that really resonated with me was bright. And fast forward, Brighten Your Day was born. In a few minutes, you're going to meet my guest today, Paul Egbert. Paul and I know each other through our work in state government. I'm super interested to hear what three things have brightened Paul's day. But first, I want to share the three things that have brightened my day. Can you believe that it's been a year we've been in this pandemic? And this is what's even more strange. In that year, I have, wait for it, sat in a folding chair in my home office. Yes, a folding chair. One of those chairs that has a tiny little pad for your upper back, a tiny little pad for your bum, <laughs> and just, yeah, no flexibility. Well, about a month ago, I really started having some pains. I was having pains in my hips. I was having pain in my lower back. And I went to a massage therapist and it helped a little, but I was not able to even hardly sit for an hour and I had to get up. And you know how this virtual world is right now. It's meeting to meeting and you're on the screen and I was just miserable. So last weekend, I said to my husband, I said, I've got to go get a better chair. So we went to Office Depot and I sat in a few different chairs and I found one that I just loved. And it had some cushion. It had some spring to it. It had lumbar support. It swiveled. It had armrests. It was amazing. And I do feel like I am more comfortable when I'm sitting. I still like to get up about every hour and just kind of stretch and move around. But I really do think that a chair makes a big difference. So for all you listeners out there that maybe are sitting on a folding chair or maybe even like just in a recliner. So it seems comfortable, but it's not really designed for, you know, sitting for long periods of time. Go do yourself a favor get a decent office chair. My second thing is also to do with my home office, but this one is a little silly. So we have a house, two-story house, and it's an interesting heating system. So the upstairs, just the heat just blasts, but downstairs, it's not that big of a deal. So even just putting our thermometer at 66 degrees, 
My husband is upstairs in his office, sweating in shorts and a t-shirt, and I'm downstairs bundled up in blankets. So finally, I realized, I think a space heater might help with this problem. So I got an early birthday present from my family, and it was a little mini space heater. And it is the greatest thing since sliced bread. I just turn it on. It heats up my little office space. It shuts off when it's at a certain temperature. It is perfect. It is wonderful. I don't have to have blankets on anymore. It's just amazing. So again, do those things that help you feel comfortable in your work environment. It's really important. And my third thing for today is I am so thankful for the sunshine. And on my lunch break, I'm enjoying going outside and walking around a track that's real close to where we live. We're lucky enough to live next to a middle school. And so I go over to the middle school and I walk the track. And it's a great place at lunchtime. I mean, there are people out there walking their dogs. There are moms and dads pushing strollers, running. It's just, it's vibrant. And you can tell people are loving the sunshine and loving an opportunity to get out and get some physical activity. So here is my positivity tip for the day. Reconnect with nature. Once a day, just take a few minutes and head outside. Sit under a tree. Walk through a park or along a river if you're lucky enough. Anything green or blue is great for our well-being. Well, my guest today is Paul Egbert. Paul is the program manager and strategic consultant for the Ascent Leadership Program. I know Paul as a thoughtful coach and mentor. I consider Paul to be a transformational leader, and I'm thrilled to have him on my show. Welcome, Paul. Hi, Lisa. This is fun to be here. I'm super excited to have you as my guest. What are three things that have brightened your day lately? Well, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about this. So one of the the first things that came into my mind is the kitchen remodel I'm leading. It's been an adventure, and I'm the project manager on it. And so... There's just all kinds of lessons that come with a kitchen remodel. So most people probably think that's a big headache, a kitchen remodel, and I'm just having a blast with it. So it truly is brightening my day. What is the most uh, exciting part of it or the part that maybe has surprised you the most that you're enjoying? Well, I I think the most um, enjoyable thing about it is picking out what things are going to look like. What are the colors you're going to use? What is the backsplash you're going to use? Um, What appliances do you pick? And so it's been fun to do that. And it was fun doing some design. So we we did the design of how we want our kitchen to look. My house was built in the 60s. And this is one of the rooms that has has had a little bit done to it, but not very much over the years. So it's been fun to pick out things, pick out the colors and just dream about what you'd like it to look like. Oh, I can only imagine. Did you take before pictures? So then you can also take after pictures? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I hope you'll share them with me. (laughs) I will. That's awesome. Well, um, without giving too much of it away, what are some of the colors that you're really enjoying in this new project? Well, there's a lot of white. And at first, I wasn't so sure about that, but my sweetheart has convinced me of it now. And so we're excited about that. 
So it's, it's, it's a Chantilly lace white is the mm -hmm. color of our cabinets. And then our appliances are stainless. And, but we found a backsplash that is um, a triangle pattern. And one of the triangles in the pattern is white, but not as, not as white as the cabinets. And then the other one's marbly looking, which will tie into our countertops, which will have a marble look. And so I'm really excited about the backsplash. People, people get really excited about the cabinets and some of the bigger items. I'm excited about the backsplash. I think that's what our eye will be drawn to and I'm going to be most happy with. Yeah, wow. You know, what's coming to my mind as you're sharing this is I'm thinking about when we can savor life's joys we can not only savor in the present, which you're doing by picking out things and the colors and the backsplash, but we savor in the past, sort of remembering the good times from the old kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. And savoring the future. So what is expected or what is anticipated or what is hoped for? So that is really cool. Who knew that a kitchen remodel could actually turn into a savoring life's joys activity? Exactly. And I actually, that is a word that's come to mind is joy. And I, I think of a house, not that different from a person. We're, we're all works in progress. Mm -hmm. And you have to accept reality along the way. This is one of, this is one of the lessons is sometimes a wall's crooked or sometimes you don't get it as straight or there's a blemish here and there, or a little thing that you have to, to work out or even take away to make it work. And so this remodel has been a reinforcement to me of just developing and growing. And I have a little bit of a perfectionist streak in me. And so letting go of that and just uh, we expect things to go smoothly. I mean, I've planned this thing out to the T and um, then problems come up, issues come up. So this remodel has been just like it is being a person. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's really beautiful. Well, I also had to learn how to how to ask for help too, because there was things I wanted to do, and I just realized it's beyond what I know how to do right now. So you have to admit you need help sometimes. Yeah, very true. Well, I I could talk to you for hours. I think on this remodel, but I'd love to know what's the second thing that's brightened your day lately. I've been diving into um, the Arbinger Institute's work around mindset. Mm. I just got certified as a train the trainer in this material. And years ago, I was introduced to um, outward and inward mindset from a book called uh, Leadership and Self-Deception. Mm -hmm. And I took a lot of great notes and I thought, what a great book, what a great concept. And then it just got lost somewhere along the way, went back on the shelf and it just didn't have the impact um, on me after I read it, you know, as the months and years went by. And so I got reintroduced to this information and it's just very powerful. And the, the way it's brightened my day is Arbinger talks about an outward mindset where essentially we're alive to the needs, the challenges and objectives of other people. And an inward mindset is when we really see other people as objects as vehicles we can use or obstacles to blame or even irrelevancies that we ignore. 
So I've just been fascinated and my, my day's been brightened about what don't I know about people that I could get curious about and find out a little bit more about and see them a little bit clearer. Mm. It's fascinating. There's a lot of work being done around mindset, growth mindset versus fixed mindset. Does some of that come into their work? Well, they definitely take a development and growth um, approach to mindset. Mm-hmm. I think how they look at it wouldn't strictly follow that. But um, if we think about growth and fixed, what they're encouraging with outward would certainly fit into a growth mindset. Yeah, makes and, sense. And, and it's this notion of when we're when we're inward, we're we're really just concerned about our own results. Mm-hmm. And we tend to treat others as objects. And when we're outward, they're people to us. And their results are just as important as my results. And so they become our results. And, and it's just, I think it's just a more effective way of not adding something new to the work that we all do, but informing how we do the work we were hired to do and have been brought together to do. Yeah. Well, it's, it's certainly important, our mindset in how we view things, how we limit our own beliefs or not, how we move forward, how we build relationships. Um, well, I want to take your course since you're going to be certified. Well, yeah, and we may do some standalone courses. I, I'm the program manager of the Ascent Leadership Program, and this may end up being a standalone course. We're exploring that right now. But for sure, we're going to incorporate this into our nine-month program. It's going to be incorporated into some of the custom work we do. And if I might, I just say a little bit about the Ascent Leadership Program that is devoted to transformational leadership. And that's all about people getting clear about what their purpose is, what their core values are. So transformational leaders are purposeful. They're values-based. They're visionary. They're ethical and inspiring leaders, and they seek feedback from all sources and integrate that into their into their leadership. And we really believe you can lead from any chair at Ascent. So our services are geared to any state employee seeking to grow and have more influence and enroll others in the needed changes of the work the state does. So this fits very nicely into what we do. And as a, as a member of the manager's leadership program, you're going to get some of this material. Yes. I got so excited to introduce you. I forgot to mention that I myself am getting to go through the manager's leadership program right now with Ascent. And it's been amazing. In fact, I just came off of the two-day workshop from yesterday and just need time to sit with what we talked about and learned and the exercises we did and process it. That's why we give you a month in between. I know. Uh, But then the other side of work calls. Well, great. Well, thank you for sharing that. And what's your third thing that's brightened your day lately? Uh, Hummingbirds. Ooh, tell me more about that. (laughs) I put up some hummingbird feeders uh, last year and slowly started to get some hummingbird activity. And they're just fascinating. I actually think um, hummingbirds, you know, in some some traditions are a real important indicator. Like they carry a special kind of spirit with them. 
don't know a lot about that, but it's um, I've heard some really positive things related to hummingbirds, but I just think they're so unique. I can just sit and watch them for hours. They have these different colors. Um, they all, the four or five, at least I think there's four or five that have come have, have very different look to them, a little bit different size, different shape. And um, I've just enjoyed seeing their shades and their activity. I mean, this is the only bird that can fly backwards as well as forwards and even upside down. Fascinating. I didn't know that about flying backwards. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're getting more comfortable with me. So it used to be that when I came out by the feeders, you know, they just would head for a, a, a tree a ways away, but they'll, they'll actually stick around a little bit. Sometimes they'll even hover close by. I think they're trying to tell me it's time to change the food. <laughs> <laughs> they just remind me to enjoy life and to keep myself light and free. And mm. so there's just something uh, very satisfying about watching my hummingbirds come and, and interact with each other and uh, feed at the feeders. And yeah. the ice storm interrupted, and that's why I mean the return of the hummingbirds, because they don't really migrate away from the Northwest. They're here all year round, but the ice storm did interrupt their pattern. They were gone for a bit. So I imagine with the trees, with all the ice that somehow interrupted them, and I don't really know where they nest. I don't know where they're at when they're not around my yard and at my feeders. I've never seen that part of the hummingbird life, but... They, they were gone for a bit because of the ice storm. Yeah. I don't know the answer to your questions about the hummingbirds either, but you've certainly piqued my curiosity. They yeah. were a bird that my dad really enjoyed watching. And they had a hummingbird feeder right outside the bay window in their kitchen. And uh, we loved sitting there and just watching them. There is something mesmerizing about them. You're right. Yeah. And when two or three of them, start to, I don't know if getting territorial is the right term, but they, they can, they can be pretty rough with each other sometimes. So they're both beautiful, but they could be aggressive, but they're fascinating to watch. And um, when they're well-behaved, it's, it's quite a joy. Well, I love that we are, I think we're into spring with this nice weather and these sunshiny days and I hope we get to see all this beauty around us this spring, because if there was ever a time where spring and hope and new birth could you know, lighten our weary minds from a year of a pandemic, it would be now. I agree. I agree. And I, I've, I've enjoyed the increased sunshine. Yeah, me as well. Well, speaking of the sunshine, there is some out there right now, and it's probably calling our name. <laughs> Thank you for being my guest today on Brighten Your Day. And thanks to those who listened. And I know I'm curious enough. I'm going to go do some research on hummingbirds. So you've brightened my day as well. Thank you, Lisa. It's been fun. I very much appreciate our association and visits. Thank you for tuning in to Brighten Your Day. To be a guest on my podcast, email me at HiltonLisaB at gmail.com. That's Hilton with a Y. Special thanks to Clark Hilton for post-production, and special thanks to Chris Jones for composing the theme song. <laughs>